0: This is Carrie Peters and Stacey Morgenstern. And welcome to Better Than Ever, a health coach institute podcast. Where we're here to question how we do life cuz the normal rules no longer apply. What's up Carrie? Yo 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 yo. Podcast. It is podcast time. Today's to- podcast topic is better than ever giving. And I thought today, Carrie, we'd focus on how to lead like Oprah, our 10 k <laughs> challenge.
1: Woo! I do want to, I don't mind talking about anything that has to do with anything to be like Oprah. <laughs> 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 Why do so you love that- Oprah? When anybody asks you the question, you know that game you play of like if you could have dinner with anyone in the world, living or dead, who would it be? And for me, totally her. And I think I might lose it if I was at a table with Oprah and Tony Robbins. Then I think I'd lose my mind.
0: You know what I love about Oprah is she is such a good listener. If you ever watch her on Super Soul Sunday and she just gives everyone the benefit of the doubt as if they're the most genius person and her questions are so innocent she just asks these catalyzing questions to get them to highlight their genius and i just think that's so amazing considering (laughs) you know oprah she's she's oprah (laughs) and that she could have uh, a just sort of innocence about her and curiosity
1: yeah, especially because she's someone who uh, has heard so much and learned so much over so many years that to keep that sense of, like, newness and freshness and innocence in every interview is pretty amazing. Yeah. It, you know, you could be like, well, I've heard blah, 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 or I heard this or that, or, like, I mean, she just, um, I also feel like her focus is just unbelievable. mm it's like, yes, her listening, but the fact that she's, like, tuned in to a particular frequency and stays there, um, yeah. I think is incredible.
0: Me too, which uh, brings me to something that we did in one of our group programs called a 10K in 10 Weeks Challenge how to make $10,000 in 10 weeks and to create a challenge around it with a group of our students so that they could lift each other up through the process. Now, we had many people who did actually reach 10K in 10 weeks, which was awesome. And we'll talk about who won the challenge in a little bit. But I love Carrie how this challenge just lifted everyone up as a community and they really rose together. It wasn't, even though it was a, there was a contest aspect to it, but I saw people helping each other and supporting each other. So even if somebody else ultimately won the challenge that we were all raised up by that and we all got to learn and it stretched us to do things that we wouldn't normally uh, have the courage to do. So I just
1: love that. I do too. And I think one of the things that's really great about the culture at, at HCI, at Health Coach Institute, is that we really firmly believe that a rising tide lifts all boats and that a win for one is a win for all, so that we're never in competition with each other. What we're doing is inspiring each other to what's possible and that that celebrating everyone's wins, you know, because Stacy, if you want to get all metaphysical, if you want to consider that everyone is an expression of ourselves, then every time we cheer for someone else, we're cheering for ourselves too. And Mm -hmm. the thing that's amazing in coaching is that, you know, when you're studying coaching, you're hanging out with a lot of coaches, it can feel to you like, wow, there's nobody else but coaches in this world. (laughs) Like the world is full of coaches and there are too many coaches and, and there won't be enough clients for everyone, which is crazy because coaches are such a small percentage of the world at large. So many people need our help. Uh, you know, for 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 a group of, oh, I'm just making this up, but let's say a group of 5,000 coaches, I mean, they won't be able to serve the needs of even a fraction of the population of the United States or of the world. So we forget that, like, this is not, even when we create a challenge that has a winner and all of that, that it's not about, like, oh, if someone gets... If someone's doing great, then I'll lose. Um, that, that's like, a, that's, I think, one of the things that I appreciate so much about our culture and about this challenge is to bust that paradigm open and say, actually, that's not true. When someone wins, we all win. Yeah, you the know? scarcity. Yeah, right? Like that's- well,
0: one of the things that I really loved about the challenge, which we haven't mentioned yet was that there was a prize at the end. And this ties back to Oprah because, you know, Oprah, it's like, you get a car and you get a car and you get a car. And (laughs) I, uh, I have to say that when we were at HCI live, which are, which is our three day live event that we do twice a year and we have one upcoming, which we'll, we'll tell you about in a little bit, but it is, it is like, the Oprah show when we do the 10 K in 10 weeks challenge. And it was a dream come true for me, Carrie, when we got to have one of those oversized gigantic checks for $10,000 to give away. And the audience was floored. They had no idea that this is what we were going to be doing. And of course there was going to be a lucky winner who would receive that. And uh, it really touched my heart that, We've
1: we've been able to spread the wealth. I agree. It was it was an exciting moment, and for those of you who um, you know obviously haven't been at one of our events, what happens is in the 10K in 10 weeks challenge, is the people that are the finalists, the ones who um, who achieve that goal, they are featured at our HCI live events. So I think one of the coolest things that I was ever able to do as a coach who was learning how to coach is listen to other coaches' success stories. Mm -hmm. Because everybody has a little bit of a different story. They're coming from a different place. The way that they became successful was a little bit different. And there's something that I get to pull as a listener out of every single story of every single coach I've ever heard talk about how they became successful or in this particular case, how they made $10,000 in 10 weeks. And so it's amazing to sit in that audience uh, for people who are at our events and they get to hear from all of these different people with all different kinds of circumstances, how they made $10,000 in 10 weeks. And of course, as a listener, you're going, oh, well, these are ways that I can do it too, and it starts to feel so possible uh, for you and so exciting. Uh, like if it's happening for all of these people, it, it maybe it could happen for me. Uh, and so the the audience members at our events they vote for and choose the ultimate winner of the Ten k Can Ten Weeks contest, and we reveal the winner at the event. And like Stacy said, we get to hand the winner the the big <laughs> like publisher's clearinghouse size check and. It just, I, I I just, I'm so moved every time, every time we're able to affect someone's life in some way. I think that's one of the reasons that probably draws all of us to become coaches, because we're moved by the idea of helping people and, and helping them transform their lives. And to be able to have this Oprah moment and give that money, it was just, It was the icing on the cake to hearing all of the stories of all of the 10K and 10 Weeks winners to see every eye, like every face in the audience, you see the light come into people's eyes of going like, yes, this is possible. I can probably do it. I'm going to do it. And we all
0: need to see real models of that in action. And I think it's so perfect to tie Oprah into this. Particular podcast because of course Oprah's tagline is "Live your best life." Everything she does is around that, and this is the "Better Than Ever" podcast. So you <laughs> know, like like us and Oprah, <laughs> we are one.
1: So, we are one.
0: Yeah. So one of the things that I um I was just having breakfast this morning, and I was thinking about this podcast. You know, this is our uncensored, like pillow talk between me and Carrie. So it's not like we. Really plan for these kinds of things, but I was thinking about it this morning, and I realized giving away the ten thousand dollar check was our Oprah moment, and um, part of what uh, what made this challenge successful and why Oprah gets to transform lives in the way that she does is that she 's an extraordinary leader, and I was thinking about. Well, what is it that Oprah does that she, how is it that she leads that we may have unknowingly employed during this 10K and 10 weeks challenge to help facilitate this process? Because this is our first time that we've run the challenge like this. And um, you want to hear some of of the things that I, I observed
1: and I'm curious to see if you resonate with them. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I can't wait. I'm like, on the other like what did you? What did we unknowingly do so well?
0: <laughs> well, the very first one is I've observed I, I've observed Oprah believing in people. So in our tribe, we aim to create a culture where we hold someone awesome as they are, with no change. And simultaneously hold a bigger vision for who they can be. They just have to have a little bit of desire that, yes, I would like to be. I don't know the how. And I would like to be that. And there's something that I think you and I have learned as a principal and as as a part of our leadership. If you don't believe in your client, then you have no business coaching them. So. Part of everyone who wanted to join the challenge, even if they were lacking confidence or insecure or anxious about it, that we would be with them on an office hours call and part of our become a health coach training or in a part of our mastery training that we would, they would say, I'm, I'm scared to do it. And of course they're scared of looking like a fool. They're scared of failing So being able to say, yes, there is all of that, all of that fear, and you're not going to let that stop you. Right. So it's saying you are enough exactly as you are. It's not saying you're not enough. It's saying you are enough, and here's the possibility that lays before you. So there's something about that Oprah principle of she really sees the good in everyone and from seeing that good, from that lens, elicits genius. Mm. And I imagine that she does that with her team. There's a level of excellence and care. And uh, yeah, it's just obviously I I don't know Oprah personally but that, that's what I take from observing is, is number one, is just that Oprah really believes in people. And I think our belief in our 10K and 10 weeks challengers, um, help motivate them to do things that they wouldn't normally do.
1: Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think her, 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 well, she says every life has a story, like everybody has a story and they want that story to be seen and heard and understood. I think she believes in the value of every single story.
0: Yes. That's so good. Absolutely. And then the second thing that I really got that relates is you got to know how to motivate people. Having a goal is not enough to achieve it. You got to have follow through. And what creates follow through is motivation. And what drives motivation is a reason why. Something that is more important than your fears of failing or looking stupid. So that also pulls you forward. And I, I think that, um, that that's another thing that's really important to us is understanding how to motivate people. So we hold that for our students, and our students hold that for their clients. Yep. And that's a very important part of, of what we teach. Um, Which brings me to the third principle that I've observed in how to lead like Oprah is you got to have accountability built in. And I think if you read any uh, about Oprah and her process with weight loss or her health journey is she'll talk a lot about accountability. And when people are aiming for a big goal like 10K in 10 weeks, which is a lot of money, they are probably going to have to do things differently than they've done in the past. You can't do the same things you've always done and, and expect a different result. They have to get more efficient with their time and energy, which means focusing on the right actions in the right order and then applying confidence to inspired action. Most of us, are procrastinators, chronic procrastinators, maybe perfectionists too, but perfectionism is just type of procrastination. Not because we're lazy, but because we have too many choices. We don't know where to focus. So we do too many things half-assed and have no idea how to measure whether we're being successful or not, which is why in the 10K and 10 weeks challenge, The participants get a dedicated success coach in addition to the support they get from us so that they're consistently supported and, more importantly, stretched. What I learned from Oprah on this is to invest in top talent, which we do. Our success coaches are master coaches. They know what works. What doesn't? Because they've all built their own successful coaching businesses and are still practicing. And our, the success coaches are the people who um, who work with our students. All of our programs have success coaching built in because we believe everybody needs that support and accountability. And our success coaches are top talent. They are master coaches themselves, so they work part-time with us, and they're out there in the world applying what they've learned. So it's something that we don't cut corners on, is getting you the top support and accountability you need to stretch into a goal like 10K in 10 weeks.
1: Agreed. I was just watching, you know, another feature of this, challenges, um, our coaches are on, there's a Facebook group and our coaches are on live every week. So getting, you know, giving tips, keeping the inspiration going, getting the momentum, you know, moving. Um, and I was watching two of our coaches and I just was, I was sitting there so proud because I was learning from them and what right. they were showing. And I was thinking, I can't like, this is amazing that we have people of this caliber who are teaching me um, on their weekly you know video that we have the these kinds of coaches supporting our students in this challenge i was i was really proud and really touched and i felt really lucky
0: yeah e- exactly and the last piece about it that i you know learned from oprah is spread the wealth she says to move forward give back and what I am touched by is not only did we get to give away $10,000, but that the giving inspired given, giving. So our winner, whose name is Hannah, was uh, – gave – back money to her mom her mom had supported her to fund her dreams and she got to use the 10k to give it back to her mom and so there's this really beautiful giving cycle that accompanied the 10k in 10 weeks challenge and that just feels like the epitome of oprah Mm. so should we talk about the winner
1: (laughs) <laughs> yeah, let's talk about Hannah. <laughs>
0: let's talk about well, actually, I guess we were going to talk about all the participants. Um, but I thought that that one was was really cool, that this idea that giving inspires uh, giving and that well, Hannah,
1: yeah. I agree, but I, I just would bring up one thing, and that is I think we can get confused sometimes as coaches, and particularly as women, where, you know, there's a, a saying that's better to give than to receive. And in so many ways, I get that, where it feels really amazing to give, amazing. But what we can tend to do as people who help other people and are really motivated by that, is that we give beyond the point. You know, we, Stacy, you and I worked for many, 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 many years to be able to hand that check to Hannah. If if we had tried to do this challenge and hand a $10,000 check to a student when we first started, that would have actually been putting us in a very bad position financially. <laughs> you know, so there's, there's, there are times when I think, not really even financially, but that we give beyond uh, where we, we have any more resources left. Like if we're exhausted, but we keep giving to other people, like we're depleting ourselves. I think that the, the giving is part of a cycle and receiving is the other half of that. And that the giving part we love, we love, we're excited, we're really good at, it's the receiving part that's really hard. And in fact, Hannah, um, I'm about to talk with all of our finalists tomorrow, their, another prize they won was a <clears throat> half day coaching intensive with me and she really struggled after winning that, that prize uh, because it was so much to receive and she really did not expect it. I mean, she was a finalist, she knew it was a possibility but she really did not expect that she was going to win. And after she came home, I, she was so overwhelmed by the money. She was overwhelmed by the amount of goodwill and attention that she received. It was a result of winning the contest that she actually, it, it kind of paralyzed her for a little bit before she was able to kind of get back in action into her business. And I think part of the reason of that is that we're not used to receiving quite so much. Mm. We much more comfortable with giving. But when so much goodness comes our way, it's like, whoa. I mean, it almost like throws us off. Mm. And so something I think is is maybe useful to consider for all of us on this podcast, Stacey, you and I, everyone who's listening, is that if someone were to give you tomorrow of what feels like a windfall you know, if it was $10,000 for you or, you know, for anyone else, whatever that would feel like. I mean, financially is easy. It's easy to quantify, you know, sometimes other things in life are, are tougher, like a certain amount of love or whatever. So I think sticking with money is just easy for this example. You know, if someone tomorrow came and said to you, Hey, I'm handing you X amount of dollars. And it feels like, I didn't do a whole lot to earn it or whatever. Like, uh, uh, you know, how comfortable are we with receiving? Cause the truth is there's so much that's wanting to come in to our lives, whether so much goodness financially and otherwise. And there's a, there are a lot of ways in which we don't let it in and we make things harder. Now, you know, I'm not saying we're always to blame for any place where we feel like we may not have enough. But what I am saying is it's worthwhile to look at what might be stopping me from receiving more.
0: Yes. Great question.
1: (laughs) Yeah. You know, it's interesting. I read a great book by Catherine Woodward Thomas called Calling in the One, and it was about finding your soulmate. Um and the main premise of the book really took me aback when I read it because it was not about finding love so much as it was about removing the blocks that you had to love coming in. Mm. So I, I remember just I was floored at the time, like oh my gosh, I, I never considered that the love that I'm like wanting and looking for actually exists. And where am I putting up walls to keep it out because I'm afraid of it in one way or another. And that actually had a lot to do with, um, the ability to receive, you know, when you think about it, Stacy, giving one of the reasons giving is so fun. Yes, because it's, it's love seeing the look on people's face and it's, you know, there's so much love behind it, but also when you're the giver, you have control You know, Hmm. like you, you are the one in control of the interaction and that sometimes feels safer to a lot of us. Whereas when you're receiving, it, it doesn't feel like you're in control. It feels like you're vulnerable. Like, oh my God, I have to be open to receiving and therefore I could potentially be open to something else like hurt or something bad. You know, whatever might be in my imagination of something bad happening. Yep. If, if I open, good could come in, but I'm actually really more worried that bad's going to come in.
0: Wow. So you sort of give yourself the upper hand by being the giver. Right. A little bit more in control. It, it puts the other person in uh, an artificial or unspoken debt. Yes which is yeah, power. So,
1: There's something po- powerful about that. Um, so and- I would say just quickly, one thing to add to our qualities of leadership, you know, the thing that I think is amazing about Oprah is she pioneered the, the sharing of vulnerability mm. in a major way publicly. Like you see Oprah, you know, she talks about her struggles with weight. She talked about her challenges with at the beginning of her career with her professional career, with her relationships, you see Oprah on camera in the makeup chair before any makeup is on, right? Like she, uh, the armor off, which I'm not saying she's wearing armor, but you, she takes the polish off to let you see who she really is. And that was intoxicating because where did that exist? Where was, I mean, was anyone doing that on television at that time? I mean, this was before social media. This was before, you know, any of that. And she was the first to show that vulnerability was magnetic and powerful and created connection like nothing we've ever seen. Wow.
0: Well, I'd also say regarding the giving and receiving you said that statement, it's better to give than to receive. Uh, you, you know, we've all heard that when we were little. The thing is, there would be no givers if there weren't receivers. They are two sides of the same coin. You, They work in conjunction with one another. And when you receive, receiving is actually an act of generos- generosity, generosity, Because you give someone the opportunity to be generous. You give someone the opportunity to give, which feels amazing to give. But there's something on the reciprocal end that is also the willingness to take that gives the giver the opportunity to give.
1: (laughs) Yeah, totally.
0: So I see giving and receiving as part of one cycle.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: So meanwhile, <laughs> thank meanwhile. you, Oprah. <laughs> and for uh. 10K in 10 Weeks challengers. I'm super excited for the next one, which will be featured at our next live event coming up. I'm so excited about that because, Carrie, I think we've had like quadruple the number of people sign up for the 10K in 10 Weeks Challenge. Now that I saw what it was, I think there's an orientation of, okay, it's scary, but not paralyzing. I can do this. I'm going to be supported. I'm going to be stretched. I'm going to learn so much about myself. And if I make $8,000, am I a failure? No, I have $8,000. So just uh, so excited to see what gets learned, what gets shared, and, uh, and then we get to give away another $10,000.
1: I know, I can't Hello, wait Oprah. for that. I can't wait for
0: that. And speaking of giving back, what about the HCI Gives Back that's part of the 10K in 10 Weeks Challenge? You wanna speak to well, that?
1: Sure, here's the thing. You know, one of the, I, I think because we all want to make a difference so deeply, that when it comes to being in a challenge, there's an individual component of it that's important. Like, yes, we're all going for the $10,000 prize. But what I think motivates us even more is what we're able to accomplish as a community. And that of all the people who, like the, the people who register for the 10K and 10 weeks Challenge become like a sub-community of our mastery program. And they as a group, really feel inspired when they have a, a group challenge as well. So one of the things that we found during the last 10K and 10 Weeks Challenge is, first of all, we could not believe the amount of money that these coaches generated in 10 weeks. They generated almost a total of $400,000 in coaching income in 10 weeks. And the majority of those coaches are health coaches. So I just want that to like settle in for a second, almost $400,000 in income in 10 weeks from coaching because this was such a focused effort and people were really, I mean, like I was blown away. And so what we did and we realized like, Oh my gosh, just we're watching everyone reporting their income and their activity and everything every week. They're like, Hey, wait a minute. There's more that we can do as a community here we can even do individually, and how do we harness the power of the community to give back in a really important way? And so, what we decided was for every two hundred and fifty thousand dollars that the group um, generates in coaching income during a ten k and ten weeks challenge, we are going to give one scholarship to our become a health coach training. This is something we don't normally do, or we don't ever do, uh, for become a health coach training. But because we feel like, you know, this is a group of people who have probably taken become a health coach, they love the training, they know this work is life changing, and it means something to them. And it means something to us to, to be able to use the income they generate, to send somebody on a life changing journey, Mm -hmm. and get them into become a health coach. So, Um, For our last challenge, we we got one person into the training. And for this challenge, we're aiming for at least two people um, to be able to go into BHC. So as a community, we're really affecting someone's life. Now, the thing is, when someone goes into the Become a Health Coach training, it's not just that one person that we're affecting. We're helping to affect that person's entire family and friend network because they'll be affected because that person has changed. And then we're affecting all of the clients that that new coach is going to be working with. And then we're affecting all of the friends and family of that coach's clients. So it's actually quite a large ripple effect to, to bring someone into the become a health coach training who otherwise couldn't. Um, And that's, I think one of the reasons why as a community we feel so good about, about that give back. Hmm. Yeah. Love it. Yes, indeed. And that's, you know, I would just say that's something that um, we choose as a company, like who, who does that? It's not it's not a typical practice. Scholarships are not available for Become a Health Coach. This is really just something that's very specific to this container of the 10K in 10 Weeks Challenge.
0: Hmm. Well, I... Uh I, I am up for continuing to learn how to lead like Oprah. Me <laughs> too. <Thank you. laughs> Say, let's continue to aspire to that. And um, I look forward to to being able to feature the next 10K and 10 challenge participants and winners and all that we're going to learn from them when they... They showcase everything that happened at HCI Live. So we hope that you'll be there in person with us for three days of biz in the front, party in the back, rock star awesomeness.
1: Yeah, I mean, HCI Live is really about discovering how to create a business that feels more like a movement to really create social change. It's about discovering how to become the leader that you were meant to be. It's about discovering how to create the life you want to live and to see that you can do this and we show you how. It's it's a place where you can massively jumpstart your income. You can watch your confidence start to soar. And at the end of the day, the reason why we do this live training is because we're here to create a revolution, Um, a revolution that eradicates lifestyle disease as we know it. And that promotes aliveness in people. This is not enough to just eradicate disease. It's like, okay, well, we'll just get rid of the bad stuff. But how do we support the blooming of the amazing stuff so people feel that they're, they're thriving and alive instead of just slogging through the day? And that's the revolution that we're up to. But the revolution only happens with your evolution, your growth. Because transformation starts with you, especially if you're a coach. That's absolutely true. And we invite you to join us at the live event because this revolution is bigger than us. It's bigger than Stacy and I could ever accomplish on our own. It's bigger than the individuals in our community could ever accomplish on our own. But the revolution starts with you, it starts with me, it starts with Stacy, it starts with us individually. So we urge you and invite you to join us. Um, at our next live event. So you can s- help spark the revolution, um, in your life and in the lives of the people that you love and in the lives of the clients that you'll have, uh, currently or in the future. That's hot. Oops <laughs>
0: hot See y'all at HCI live. Bye. tuning into Better Than Ever, a Health Coach Institute podcast. For more information on our programs, please go to www.healthcoachinstitute.com. Comment and share if you like what you hear.